right, we're here. The Transfer Portal CFB presented by No Contact CFB. We've got Kent State quarterback and aspiring draft prospect Dustin Crum here for an interview and Brian Olson from the Transfer Portal CFB. We're just going to get straight into the interview here. And I just want to ask, what was your recruiting process like? Uh, honestly, it was, wasn't anything too crazy. I, I really was kind of under-recruited for the most part. Um, I really – Kent was truly my only offer. Uh, I picked it up kind of late, right uh, at the start of my senior year. So I kind of – I had a lot of interest from schools, but no one kind of, I guess, really pulled the trigger on me until Kent. So that ended up being my only offer, and I committed just a little bit later. So that was really – really all there was to it, really. Yeah, so I want to ask, as a severely under-recruited prospect that has turned into a phenomenal college QB um, and the NFL prospect, what advice do you have to give to these recruits that are flying under the radar and just trying to scrap and claw for every offer they could get? Yeah, um, I mean, just just believe in yourself and your own abilities and just continue to work. Um, I mean, I think kids are kind of overlooked for numerous reasons, uh, whether it just be measurables or uh, maybe playing at a smaller school where it isn't as much of like a pipeline uh, per se for college schools. So, I mean, kids get overlooked for all the reasons. So I think just kind of believing in yourself a little bit and being able to, like I said, just put your head down and work and keep going. Even if you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel, is a big deal. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And especially, you know, with, like you said, kind of having, having a claw for offers, I'm sure it can get very, very discouraging at times. And everybody seems to have that somebody that kind of helps them or impacts them and kind of guides them through their journey and, and being that backbone um, in your downtimes and, you know, whether it's a coach or a parent, who would you say that was for that person for you? Uh, in high school through my recruiting process, I would probably say that was my dad. Um, okay. he, he coached high school ball for like about 20 years or so. He actually was my OC when I was in high school. Oh. So um, that was kind of a, kind of a cool relationship and some I'm definitely uh, happy that I was lucky to have and all that. So kind of having, having him there and uh, knowing that he believed in me kind of always gave me a little bit of a second wind if I had a camp that didn't go the way I wanted to or uh, something like that. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Great. And what besides, uh, and can I piggyback on that, what has been the biggest challenge for you throughout your career, whether it's in high school, now in college, um, or as you continue, you're, you're uh, progressing, um, hopefully yeah. to the NFL, what has been your biggest challenge so far? Um. I, honestly, I would probably say when I uh, lost the quarterback competition here at Kent originally, um, kind of piggybacking off the whole recruiting thing, I uh, when uh, Coach Lewis got hired here, he actually – I knew him already. He was at BG when I was in high school, and uh, they didn't really recruit me much or didn't, didn't want me. And then the first thing he did when he got here was bring in kind of like a big transfer quarterback, and I, I didn't kind of know how that would go for me, obviously kind of – New coaches usually like to have their guys and do their own things and ended up losing that competition that uh, first season. And honestly, just kind of being able to stick with it and have faith that if I like proved myself that Coach Lewis would, would give me a, sh a fair shot and that um, that he wasn't only going to play his guys and that he would let the best player play, it was, it was tough. I mean, it was, a, it was a lot of adversity and just being able to kind of to fight through that, I think it made me better as a player and a better leader. So I, I think I came, came out better because of it, but it was definitely very challenging. Great. 
what else can you tell us about Coach Lewis? Because I think he's a rising star in this business, and he's obviously been like a tremendous impact on your college career. What can you tell us about Mr. Lewis? Uh, I mean, I think first and foremost, he, he always has more to give. Um, you always think he's uh, giving you his all, and then he always finds a way to give a little more. And he takes a lot of pride in uh, the work he does and uh, always kind of being the coach in the, in the room that watches the most film or goes the extra mile for his kids or will do anything that you need him to do for you. And that's just kind of kind of the way he is. Uh, and I think, honestly, in, in life, even outside of football, I mean, he'll, he'll tell you that he really tries to live our be the alpha kind of culture uh, himself as well, and he tries to lead by example. So I think that means a lot to guys, and I think a lot of guys respect him for that. That's really good to hear. And I just wanted to go back to your days in high school. I know you played baseball and basketball, correct? Yeah, yes, right. Which of those two sports were you better at? And was there any possibility that you could have extended your careers in those sports? Uh, mm, I don't know. I think I think if I would have played one of those in college, it probably would have been baseball. Uh, I, was, I was a pretty good pitcher, but I always gave my arm like issues trying to go to the quarterback and then switch back to pitching always kind of messed with me a little bit and gave me some problems. So I, that's why I ended up kind of cutting that one out. So I, I would say if, if I was better at one, it probably would be baseball because of pitching. I think I, I probably could have done that at the next level if I would have worked at it. Cool. Yeah, definitely. And uh, so you're an aerospace engineer. I can't imagine your classes being very easy. How, how hard has it been to juggle football and academics and would you say that you spend more time in the classroom or more time in the film room? Um, I, I would say in the film room, just because when you're, I, just because I love it. And just when you love something like that, you can just spend countless hours and not even realize it. But yeah, I mean, definitely the, definitely the workload uh, for that, for that major is no joke. Um, I mean, I could recount countless memories of me come driving from practice with my, football pants fell on under my sweatpants and literally sprinting to class and everything in between. So, I, I mean, it definitely, it definitely kicked my butt, but it, it'll, it'll be worth it down the road. So. Cool. Yeah. Definitely. And so kind of going back a little bit to, to, uh, to your high school days and, and struggling and not struggling, but going through your recruiting has ever, there was ever a moment where you were like, okay, like I got this, like, this is something that I'm good at. This is something that I could succeed at in the next level. And, and what, what was that moment for you? Um, I, honestly, it was, it might've been my first game of my sophomore year that I started. Um, we had a, a pretty good quarterback uh, when I was a true freshman that went to BG. He was a senior when I was a freshman. So I didn't get to play it all there. And then my sophomore year, I actually won the quarterback battle. And we kind of had a comeback win, my very first start against a, a pretty good uh, team. And we weren't even supposed to really be good that year. So it kind of – and then we beat a couple other teams that were – so we were supposed to be uh, not as good as, as well. And once we kind of got that rolling and we ended up making a little bit of a playoff run that year. And I think after that season, once I just kind of felt that success, I, I felt like I could do it at the next level. I mean, I was, I was putting up numbers that – I mean, like the guy before me who went to BG wasn't putting up and – I kind of started to realize that I could do this. And it, like I said, it was kind of a, a confidence thing and just having guys around me that believed in me helped a lot too. And then, and then I guess it almost the drop back down. Like I said, I was getting recruited by a lot of schools and then no one kind of pulled the trigger. So it was, it was like a confidence and then a self doubt thing. And it was kind of balancing the two. So it was, 
it was all over the place, but I think once I kind of got out there, I felt like I could play at the next level. Yeah. Good. Um, obviously, we know about action Tuesdays, Wednesdays, great content yeah. for all of us. I'm very curious to know what your thoughts are about playing on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, how you think it benefits not only you, but your team, the school, yeah. like everything about Maxion's amazing, but I'd love to hear what a player has to say about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the exposure is great for the school uh, and for the conference. I think it's huge for fish football people across the country that uh, kind of want that little midday uh, football itch scratched a little bit. Um, and, and I mean, there's there's some negatives to it. I mean, obviously, when you plan like on a eight o'clock on a Wednesday and you have a maybe nine o'clock class on, on Thursday and you're traveling back from like, say, Western Michigan or something, I mean, that. Every once in a while, you get one of those where it kind of stinks the way it lines up. But for the most part, I think it's a lot of fun and something that we look forward to. Um, going down and looking at your schedule, you have road games coming up this year against Texas A&M and Iowa. How excited are you to play against these historic programs, these incredible venues? And they're going to be tough tests that benefit you all in the future. Yeah, uh, I think it's it's a proving ground. Honestly, it's kind of, you get to see where you stack up against some of the uh, top programs in the country and just see where you're at. I mean, it's, there's no better way to kind of reveal where you're at as a team than I guess play some of the best teams in the country. So that's, that's kind of the way I look at them. Um, I mean, obviously being a smaller school and kind of always having that little chip on your shoulder too, you always want to prove yourself against the big dogs. So we look yeah. forward to it, I think. And like I said, it can be a proving ground for us and really a confidence booster as well. I mean, we've had some, times and games in the past where like for example when we played Auburn a couple years back where we kind of almost just took their will a little bit uh, with our tempo and some of the things we do so to be able to feel I mean guys that are first round draft picks be affected by our tempo and the the things we do when we execute I think that kind of is a good confidence builder for going into conference play as well and and Obviously, you know, Texas A&M and Iowa are probably going to be some of the biggest home field advantages that you've, that you've faced uh, so far and probably you'll ever face. Uh, what would you say so far is your biggest home field advantage that you've faced uh, in your career? Um, I would have to either say Penn State or Auburn. Um, Penn State, I got to play in a little bit. I think they might have been it might have been a touch louder at Penn State, uh, but Auburn was – I actually truly started in that game and played uh, most of the way in that game. So that was that was definitely one of the, uh, one of the bigger ones. And then honestly, just like I said, a couple of times where we got big plays on them and actually we're moving the ball and having some success, it's it's pretty cool to be able to kind of go into a place like that and yeah. have 100,000 people there and then hit a big play and all of a sudden you, you could hear a pin drop. So I, <laughs> I've, I've, always loved, I've always loved that feeling of kind of quieting crowds. Yeah, no, that's definitely great. And so speaking of being on the road, what is your favorite road opponent or road city that you visited, whether it's the stadium, the city, the food, the fans, uh, what would be your favorite experience so far on the road? Honestly, I would probably have to say uh, for the Frisco Bowl uh, in Texas, when we got to go to that a couple of years ago, outside, right outside of Dallas, getting to practice in the star, um, see, see a lot of those facilities and uh, just that whole experience, honestly, was awesome. That was my first ever time going to a bowl game. So being able to do that, was, it was a lot of fun. And I need to ask, how did it feel to bring Kent State their first ever bowl victory? Like, how big of an accomplishment yeah. was that for, for you and the school to be that guy? 
yeah, um, I mean, that's huge to me. That'll accomplishments like that always have meant more to me than any individual records or things like that. So, I mean, just being able to do that and then hopefully this year, if we can bring back title back would be the two biggest things that I could ever do for this school and kind of to me as a career. Um, so, I mean, being able to be able to do that and just give the school and community a team that they can be proud of is mean, means the world to me. I definitely think y'all going to bring back the Mac this year. I, I believe think your offense is really fun. There's some fun players to watch. Uh, Marquez Cooper, your running back's a player oh, yeah. to watch. Um, and Cooper, I think, has NFL talent. You have NFL talent. As the NFL continues to invest in quarterbacks from smaller schools, why do you think that you're worthy of being one of those guys? And what would what would you say, like, your best trait is? Um. I would, I would say I'm worthy of being one of those guys just because of the, the way I kind of approach the game. Um, I, I mean, if you look at it from an analyst standpoint or just from an X's and O's standpoint, I mean, you're going to win games and you take care of the ball and uh, put the ball in the right situations and in the right spots. And I think I've been pretty successful with that the past couple of years. Um, I, like I said, my, if I had to pick two things I think I'm best at. It's probably just protecting the ball and my accuracy throwing the ball. And I think that's uh, those are two things that are kind of overlooked. I mean, you obviously see the flashy arm talent plays and some arm strength and guys that can do some mobility things. And I mean, those those are big, obviously, and big plays can affect games. But I think obviously the most consistent way to win games and uh, to do that is just by putting the ball in the right spots and protecting the ball. And in the long run, I think that uh, is a little bit more valuable, I guess you could say. But um, I mean, I, I, honestly, I think. If anybody wanted to sit down and watch film with me, I we I could I could break it down for you uh, in really any way why some guys are maybe overvalued or some guys are undervalued. I think a lot of people, like I said, just kind of fall in love with the whole big arm thing. I mean, if you look at if you look at all the pro day clips from last year, I mean, yeah, like those going out and throwing opposite and throwing the ball 65 yards is it's cool and all, but what you can throw that ball maybe one time the entire season. I mean, if we're being realistic, so. Stuff like that gets, I think, blown up a little bit. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, you definitely have the athletic ability. You did play multiple sports in high school. And yeah. even in the even in the sport of football, what, what would be the one position that you could say that if coach comes up to you and say, hey, Dustin, we're going we're gonna to put you at this position for the rest of the season, what position would you say you would be the most successful at? Uh, anywhere, offensively or defensively. Any any position on the field could be kicker, long snapper, whatever. Whatever you think you succeed the most at, succeeds the most. Uh, I would possibly probably have to say maybe free safety, just because. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm. I mean, I'm not uh, slow, but I'm not going to be able to kind of probably match up with most outside receivers speed wise, and then uh, kind of having a good understanding of the game. I think I'd be able to. Uh, know where the ball was going most of the time so I could make up for that a little bit and then get free safety and then, I, then I'd have to get some guys back getting hit for so many years now sometimes you <laughs> sometimes you want to be on the other end of it <laughs> yeah. yeah definitely and so I know over the over the off season and the last few months just been that the big talk about the NIL and and, and you know y'all yeah. being able to make money off your off your name and likenesses uh what would be your dream company or dream you know business to to be to be um to work with and also have you had any discussions with any any company or business uh to to endorse to to endorse you 
Yeah. Um, no, I've been able, I've been able to do a couple uh, local things just right here in downtown Kent, like a couple of sports shops and uh, restaurants and things. And then I've uh, been able to talk to a couple of trading card companies. Um, but dream company. Um, I don't know, honestly, I, I, I've always liked outdoors stuff. So anything like that would be pretty cool. Um, I've done, I, I actually just started playing the guitar like a year ago. So getting like an endorsement, maybe getting some lessons or a, or a new guitar would be pretty sweet. <laughs> um, but I, honestly, off the top of my head, I don't know if I have one picked out, but probably, probably anything, I guess, in that role would be pretty cool. Nice. Cool. Um, just going back to your comment, wanting to play or on having to play free safety if you had to play anywhere else. I love that because I like watch you play. I think your ant anticipation is one of your top traits. I think you anticipate yeah. very well and just your high level understanding of the game. So free safety definitely makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, I just speaking again to your knowledge, when, at what age did you think like you would want to become a rocket scientist? <laughs> um. Honestly, I would I would say that happened in high school. Um, I've always kind of been good at math and science and stuff like that. I didn't know exactly where I wanted to go with it. Uh, and then I started kind of leaning towards the engineering route. And then I actually um, had one of my high school coaches um, and for basketball was a engineer at NASA. And I, he was he's an electrical engineer, actually. But I, I talked to him kind of about different fields of engineering and what he thought. Uh, we kind of ended up talking about aerospace engineering. And it, it kind of seemed interesting to me. So I decided to go that route since Kent had it. And I mean, it was that it was definitely something that I, I still find really interesting, kind of crazy and cool. I mean, just seeing like a giant, basically piece of metal be able to fly through the sky. I mean, you don't really think about it, but when you really think about it, like physics wise, it's kind of crazy. I'm curious, like when down the road would you want to like fully become a rocket scientist? Because you have your football career right now and you have, what I think is a bright future ahead of you. When would yeah. you say like it, it's time to uh, step away from football and get into this whole another journey? Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, if I can, if I can do the football thing long enough to kind of, I guess, have a good base for myself, I wouldn't uh, mind kind of maybe getting into coaching. Uh, I've always kind of thought about that a little bit with my dad being a coach and just, like I said, just loving the X and O's of the game so much, but uh, if not, I would honestly probably say almost almost right after. Um, I, I honestly haven't gotten to do a lot of like internships or things like that just because I've been so busy with football and all that going on. So I kind of have to, I guess, see what I would want to do uh, with it. But I mean, I could definitely, I would definitely probably pick it up right when I get done with football. Yeah, no, it's. It, it, would you Would you rather go to Would you rather go to space or would you rather play in a Super Bowl? I would say a Super Bowl. Wow. Interesting. Okay, cool. And uh, so obviously the NFL is a dream of yours and you want to be, you know, that's, that's the ultimate goal as a football player for any football player. Uh, as an NFL quarterback, you can have any receiver in the history of the league to be your number one receiver. Who would it be and why? Uh, Jerry Rice. He's, I mean, he's the GOAT. Um, I think just because, you know, if a lot of guys, I mean, there's, you go back and watch a lot of things he does is uh, really just his consistency and his work ethic that made it great. Um, I mean, there's been a lot of complete just athletic freaks in the league. Like I mean, you got your Randy Mosses and obviously Calvin Johnson, who was just inducted and all those guys. 
but I think a consistent receiver and a guy that you know exactly what you're going to get out is the receiver's uh, quarterback's best friend. What about a current receiver that's in the league now? Current receiver? Um, hmm. Possibly. Uh, I might have to go. Being from Cleveland, I might have to go with Landry just because I think a lot there's a lot of receivers in the league that are kind of they have a lot of baggage with them per se almost <laughs> I think no nonsense type of guy and straight about his business so to be able to play with a guy like that and just kind of like I said just watch him work and uh, learn from him a little bit being a vet would be really cool no oh, interesting yeah cool all right so final two questions before we get into our final pick six um who on your team is someone that we should be looking to have a breakout season? Uh, I, I think a, a big one, I think you already mentioned, I think uh, Marquez Cooper will have a pretty big year this year offensively. And then I, I think defensively, um, I could probably give you a couple of guys. I think uh, we got a uh, Youngstown State transfer D lineman, Antoine Cook, I think will be a big factor for us. He was a really good player for them. We were able to get him this offseason in the portal. So I think I think he'll help us a lot. And then I think um, Keith Sherrill Jr., uh, he was hurt last year. He's been one of our better defensive players. Having him back at safety, uh, back there kind of controlling things will be huge for us. I think he'll help us out a lot. All right. We'll look out for those names. Um, all right. Your quarterback, obviously. I want to know what your favorite play to call is. Any situation, what's your favorite play go to? Uh, any situation. Um, any situation, I would probably have to go with any. It's any kind of vertical concept, any kind of four verts, or uh, however you define that. There's different variations, obviously, but. I would say any kind of vertical concept is because you can put so much stress on the defense. If you guys have, have guys that can uh, run, run, you can touch any part of the field with your arm. All right. Love it. Um, all right. Pick six time. What's your favorite meme? Favorite meme? Yep. Um, uh, it might, it might be the, oh man, I'm trying to figure out what it's called. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> You can also be, like might, mime it if you want to. <laughs> I think I think it might be the one uh, with the, with the uh, the baby who like has like his fist like this. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. he's, like, he's, like all pumped up because he looks like he just like accomplished something. That's yeah. Cool. Uh, what quarterback do you admire the most, either right now or growing up? Uh, growing up, my guy was Cole McCoy. Uh, I grew up, mm. grew up a Texas fan in Ohio. That's the guy I wanted to be when I was a little kid. Favorite and least favorite food? Favorite food, I would have to go with steak. Uh, least favorite? Um, oh, man. Maybe potato salad? <laughs> Who's the funniest um, player in the locker room? Oh, sorry. Funniest player in the locker room? Uh, oh, man. That, that, that might be the hardest question you asked yet. Uh, honestly, honestly, Marquez Cooper's up there. He, he's definitely up there. Um, maybe him and uh, Elijah Ratliff, one of our old linemen. 
right. What's your favorite TV show? Uh, favorite TV show? Uh, probably, I'd have to say Band of Brothers, if that counts. Right. It's a great show. Yeah. All right. Final question. I feel like I know the answer to this one. What place do you want to travel to most? Um, I have to say Hawaii. I didn't know the answer. I thought you'd go space. All right, Hawaii, <laughs> it is. Yep, all right. <laughs> all right. Thank you for coming on to our to interview with us and everything. It was it was great having you. Good luck this season. Thank you, Dustin. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you very much.